Hello and welcome back to Dear Future Scientists. Today is Monday, August 17th, and today we'll be discussing what insulators are, and as well as circuits. But if you have not already seen my other episodes, you can visit my website, anchor.fm slash stem fem, or you can visit the links in the description. Also, make sure to check out my STEM fem website, stemfemscience.org wixsite.com slash dearfuturescientists. I'll also put that website in the description. Have you ever accidentally touched a pan made of metal that had hot food in it? If you have, you may know that the pan is much hotter than the actual food. Also, if you've ever had a hot drink that you wanted to take somewhere, you wouldn't want to put the in a cup, a metal cup, right? You want to take it in a plastic cup or ceramic cup. But why is this? It's definitely not because you just like ceramic cups more than metal ones. When something is called an insulator, that means it keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. How does this work? Well, insulators trap energy and do not let the heat or the cold get out. They also stop electricity from flowing. So when you want to keep a hot drink in a plastic mug, this is probably the best choice because your drink will stay nice and warm, but you won't feel it when you touch the cup. So what are some examples of insulators? Cotton, plastics, styrofoam, paper, rubber, glass, and wood are all great examples of insulators. Have you noticed something? Metal is not on the list. This is because metal is not a good insulator. Have you ever heard someone say insulator of electricity? Maybe you have, but you're wondering, what does that even mean? When someone says insulator of of electricity or electric insulator, that means that if you were to make a circuit and you attached, let's say, wood on an end, the circuit would not flow. What is a circuit? A circuit is a complete path in which electricity can flow through. For example, If you were making a circuit that was supposed to light up a light bulb, let's say, then a metal wire, which we'll call wire 1, would be connected to one end of a battery. Another wire, wire 2, would be connected to the other side of the battery. And the wires would meet at the ends, both tied to the light bulb. So the battery is on the opposite side of the light bulb, and wire 1 and wire 2 are on opposite sides. Like any circuit, the circuit cannot be left open. The ends must be everywhere. It must be a complete circle. Are you wondering how this relates to insulators? Remember everything I said that that would be needed in the circuit? A battery, metal wires, and a light bulb? Are you noticing a pattern? Everything in the circuit was either electric or metal. Now think of an insulator 
like a rubber eraser. If you were to somehow attach part of the metal wire to the eraser, so metal wire number one would be attached to an eraser, and still close the circuit and make it complete, you would have one end of the battery, wire one on one side, the light bulb, wire two on the other side, and in between wire two and one end of the battery would be the eraser. Now, I want you to pause this and tell me what would happen to the circuit and why. Would it stop working? Would it stay the same? Would it get brighter? I hope you've paused it, and I hope you told me what was going to happen. So, what would happen? If you remember, I said that insulators stop electricity from flowing, and they also trap energy. So the circuit would stop working because the insulator would trap the energy and the electricity would stop flowing. Thank you for listening to Dear Future Scientists. I hope you enjoyed learning about insulators and how they can affect circuits. The next episode will be released tomorrow, August 18th, and tomorrow we'll continue this topic and talk about conductors. If you have not seen some of my other episodes, be sure to, and I'll see you next time on Dear Future Scientists.